Hello and welcome to the Sojourner podcast. Um, I trust that you're well and that you're still keeping the faith and you're still working out your salvation with fear and trembling. Um, so my name is Stanley Kabuka and welcome to today's episode of the Sojourner podcast. Um, so today we're going to look at this topic. We're going to look at something that we call surrender and letting go. Surrender or letting go. What does it mean to surrender? What does it mean to let go? Um, okay, so let's um, jump straight into it. What does it mean to surrender and to let go? And the, the thought of relinquishing the reins of control in our lives, it scares the hell out of us, you know. Um, the, the, just the thought of relinquishing the reins of control in our lives, it scares the hell out of us. We, we, we want to be in control at all the time. We want to um, be the one to, 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 to put on the terms in which we operate our lives. And so the thought of relinquishing the reins of control really scares us. But for the follower of Jesus Christ, this concept of letting go and surrender is of utmost importance. It is very necessary as a believer, as a follower of Jesus Christ, to surrender and to let go. And firstly, we're going to look at Jesus Christ because he is everything that we look up to. He is our Lord. He is the one that we imitate, we follow. He's the one that we um, do as he did, um, his examples and everything he, he told us to do. And so we're going to look at Jesus because Jesus is the greatest epitome, the greatest example we could ever have of surrendering, surrendering, sorry, or letting go. And so Jesus Christ, our Lord, surrendered his life. He let go of his status, his privileges, and that ultimately himself. The Lord Jesus Christ gave up, let go of his life, handing himself to the Father. He emptied himself for the Father's sake. And Philippians chapter 2 from verse 5 all the way to eight says this let this be let this mind be in you which was also in christ jesus who being in the form of god did not consider it robbery to be equal with god but made himself of no reputation taking the form of a born servant and coming in the likeness of men and being found in the appearance as a as a man he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death even the death of the cross and Jesus Christ, the second person in the Godhead, he let go and surrendered all he was. And this is very significant because, because we are talking about God. We are talking about the all-powerful, all-knowing God giving up all and coming on earth to die as a criminal for me and for you because of our sins. Our sins nailed him to the cross and Jesus Christ surrendered to the Father. He came down from heaven, left his status, his privileges. He surrendered all that he had in heaven, came down on earth to live as we live, to live amongst us and to die on the cross. And so Jesus Christ exemplifies what surrender it. it exemplifies he exemplifies what letting go is he surrendered to the father and matthew chapter 26 
36 and 42. Um, Matthew 26 uh, verses 36 all the way to 42. This gives us a glimpse of what um, was going through the mind of Jesus Christ, you know, as he, he was in Gethsemane, um, just about to be arrested and, and consequently um, to, 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 to go to his death. And this is what the word of the Lord says. It says, Then Jesus went with his disciples to a place called Gethsemane, and he said to them, Sit here while I go over there and pray. He took Peter and the two sons of Zebedee along with him, and he began to be sorrowful and troubled. Then he said to them, My soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. Stay here and keep watch with me. Going a little farther, he fell with his face to the ground and prayed, My father, if it is possible, may this cup be taken from me, yet not as I will, but as you will. Then he returned to his disciples and found them sleeping. Could you men not keep watch with me for one hour? He asked Peter. Watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the body is weak. So that is Jesus Christ and just on um, what we could say on the eve of his, um, um, his death. Um, and verse 39 um, says this, Going a little farther, he fell with his face to the ground and prayed, My father, if it is possible, may this cup be taken from me, yet not as I will, but as you will. You see, our Lord Jesus Christ clearly inundated with sorrow makes a prayer to the father the words yet not as i will but as you will explicitly depict a surrendered life and jesus christ had to part with his will his longing his expectations for the father's sake god himself taught and showed us surrender he showed us and taught us letting go and giving up he showed us what total surrender is capable of achieving for the glory of God. God himself showed us his faithfulness when we let go, when we give up. And God is indeed faithful. Um, and Jesus Christ here teaches us what surrender is all about. He teaches us um, what giving up is all about, what letting go is all about that we have to part with um, our longings, our, our expectations for the Father's sake. And God, God himself showed us his faithfulness when we let go. And Ephesians chapter 1, 19, chapter 1, verse 19 to 23 tells us this. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe according to the working of his mighty power? which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places, far above all principality and power and might and dominion, and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in that which is to come. And he put all things under his feet and gave him to be head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. And this is what God the Father did for the Son after he had submitted, after he had 
given up after he had surrendered. And Philippians chapter 2 verse 9 to 11 says this. Uh, no, um, Philippians 2 9 11 verse, but verse 9 uh, says this. Therefore God has highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every other name. So God is faithful. He is God enough. He is faithful. He is God enough. And so now that we have, um, we have um, um, sort of um, a grasp of what surrender, of what letting go is, and, and as we have seen it exemplified by our Lord Jesus Christ, what does it mean for the redeemed? What does this mean for the redeemed? Um, so we're going to look at the redeemed and surrender. What is required of us as the redeemed um, when it comes to surrender? And the follower of Jesus Christ is called to a submitted and surrendered life following the example of Christ. The follower of Jesus Christ is called to a submitted and surrendered life following the example of Christ. We are called to a submitted and surrendered life following the example of Christ. In Ephesians chapter 5 verse 1 tells us this, that be imitators of God, therefore, as dearly loved children. We are called to be imitators of God, therefore as dearly loved children. And if imitators, then we imitate Christ. We imitate Christ. And Christ did submit, did um, surrender. He did let go as we have read, as we have seen. And so as followers, as believers of Jesus Christ, as the redeemed, we ought to imitate God. And we ought to imitate him in this, in surrender. We ought to imitate him in letting go. Um, for the redeemed, Jesus Christ is the ultimate prize. For the redeemed, Jesus Christ is the ultimate prize. Everything else is dispensable for Christ's sake. Everything else can be discarded when it comes to Christ. Everything else can go for the sake of Christ. And Philippians chapter 3 verse 8 puts it very clearly. And this is Paul. He says this, Yes, everything else is worthless when compared with the infinite value of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. For his sake I have discarded everything else, counting it all as garbage so that I could gain Christ. Paul says this in Philippians 3 verse 8. He says, Yes, everything else is worthless when compared with the infinite value of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. Everything else is worthless when compared with the infinite value of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. For his sake I have discarded everything else, counting it all as garbage so that I could gain Christ. And some things have to go. Garbage has to be discarded. God says to us, Jesus Christ says to us, come to me with your empty hands and I will fill them with myself because he is everything we'll ever need. He is everything we'll ever need. And Christ to, Christ has to become our all in all. He has to become our everything. The reason for our living. So this calls for a surrendered life. A surrendering our will, our longing, our desires, our fears, our messes. No, it's, it's, it takes a step of faith for us to come before the Lord and say, um, um, here is my will, Lord. Um, here is my longing, um, here are my desires, 
here are my messes, here are my fears. And lastly, Lord, here is myself. Um, Philippians chapter 1 verse 21 um, says this. It says, for to me to live is Christ and to die is gain. The first part of this verse is, for to me to live is Christ. To live is Christ. That um, basically tells us that the, the, the life that we live here on earth, as we, as, we, um, as we sojourn here on earth, the life that we live has to be fully surrendered to Christ, has to be fully to the glory of the Lord. We cannot live for ourselves. We have to be surrendered to the Lord. We have to let go. We have to let go for God to work in us, for us to live for him completely and fully. And God has called us to give all of ourselves, to surrender all that we are. And Romans 12 verse 1 tells us this. And so, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because of all he has done for you. Let them be a living and a holy sacrifice, the kind that he will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him. It says, and so, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because of all he has done for you. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind he will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him. And we are reminded to present our bodies as living sacrifice, holy and acceptable um, before the Lord as a reasonable um, act of service or worship. We are called to give us give all of ourselves. We are called to surrender to Christ. And Proverbs chapter 3, 5 to 6 says this, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct your path. It says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct your path. And trusting in the Lord with all your heart and not leaning on your own understanding clearly denotes surrender and letting go. In other words, it's you, Lord, you, Lord, and you, Lord. There is no provision for my own interpretation of reality, of what is happening or, or, or what will, will happen. You, you, you have to, to have surrendered everything you are holding on to for you to trust in the Lord with all your heart. And even as we let go and surrender, even as we give up, God is faithful. He is everything we'll ever need. He is the great I am. He is indescribable. Our God is God enough. Even as we take the step of faith in letting go, Psalm 46 verse 10 says this, Psalm 46 verse 10 says this, Be still and know that I am God. Be still and know that I am God. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in there. And God is calling us to a place of peace. Even with the raging waters of uncertainty, sorry, God is calling us to a place of peace. Even with the raging waters of uncertainty lacking all round all around us. 
with all these raging waters of uncertainty lacking all around us. He's calling us to a place of peace. He's saying, be still and know that I am God because he is God. He is calling us to go. He is calling us to find joy in him. There's nothing in our hands that God cannot fill with himself. There's nothing in our hands that God cannot fill with himself. And so this is something that I, I am currently experiencing, that God is teaching me to, to let go. He's teaching me to, um, to surrender the things that I'm holding on to. He's telling me that there is nothing that I'm holding on to with my arms that he cannot fill with himself because he's everything that we'll ever need. He's everything that we need. He's everything that we'll ever need. He's everything that we need. And so he's telling us today to surrender, to surrender every single thing that we are holding on to, to surrender our lives that he may come, that he may come and fill us with himself because he's everything we'll ever need. He's our joy. He's our peace. He's our satisfaction. He's our restoration. He's our redeemer. He's our friend. He's our father. He's everything that we'd ever need. And he's calling us to a place of surrender. He's calling us to surrender our expectations. He's calling us to surrender our dreams. He's calling us to surrender our hopes, our failures, our messes. He's calling us to surrender our longings at his feet and say, Lord, here you go. Here is myself. Here is the whole of me, Lord. May you now come and fill me with yourself because you are enough. You are enough for me. That is the place that God is calling us to, a place of surrender, which is a place of peace, a place of surrender, a place of peace. Taking that step of faith because our God is faithful. His faithfulness reaches to the clouds. He's calling us to be still and know that he is God. And will you today make a decision to surrender to him um, even especially for those of us who have accepted Christ in our Lord and have not come to that point of surrender to that point of letting go of every single thing that is holding us back that we're still holding on to in our arms and Lord and, and the Lord is saying to us will you let go of that and come and experience the fullness of who I am and so God is saying to us, there is nothing in our hands. There is nothing that we are holding that he cannot fill with himself. And so will you let go? Will you, will you surrender to him? And even for those of us who have not accepted Christ as Lord and Savior, um, you have an opportunity to come to Christ. You have an opportunity to come and receive him. You have an opportunity to come. Will you come home? Will you come back home? Will you come to the one who loves you? Will you come back to the lover of your soul today and experience life and experience life that transcends mortality and experience what true love is really about? Um, so that's all about it. That's all about today's um, episode. Um, I hope that you have learned uh, a thing or two as we learn to surrender and to let go to the Lord. 
So thank you so much for listening. Um, again, um, I trust that you're well. I trust that you keep um, yourself uh, safe um, even during this period. And yeah, um, hopefully we'll meet in the next episode of the podcast. So yeah, um, bye-bye. Whatever, uh, uh, sorry, um, the song that is um, coming through for us is called Man of Your Word by Maverick City. Yes, because that's who he is. He's a man of his word. Everything he says, he will do. So bye-bye.